Hello. And welcome to the, the Champagne Room Secrets Podcast. What the fuck? I don't know if this is shameful, but if you have a small dick, have a good personality. Filling the champagne. Your wife died here. Have a titty. Not a sex podcast, but it is stripper. You can grind your clit on a guy's hard dick and come. But you've never made someone come in their pants, right? I'm Candy. I'm Jade. Your friendly neighborhood whores here to walk you through the ins and outs of the strip club and sex work industry uncensored <laughs> i almost forgot i was like i know we took two we took two <laughs> weeks off and we just forgot how to how to act i know i know how to act <laughs> how to behave how to behave uh, um how you doing uh, <laughs> you know what i'm good <laughs> i'm doing how, well I'm I'll, doing... I'll ask you later how your vagina is doing <laughs> Um, I was doing pretty good, but yesterday I was dancing on stage and then I was doing floor work and I don't know how it happened, but I slammed my right tit on the floor (gasps) and it hurt so bad. (laughs) And of course, immediately I'm Googling like, can you get breast cancer from hitting your boob? (laughs) Um, the answer is no. Yeah. Most likely. Uh Well, that doesn't like make any sense. It's like... (laughs) (laughs) but it's like cancer comes from like it's like a clump of cells that is like hey we're bad and you can't get rid of us yeah but i don't know it just feels like the breast tissue is very precious and i was like oh my god okay so you can hit your boobs so hard that you get a lump Mm -hmm. but it's not it's not it's just benign so i'm watching out for my boob all right. Which is everyone's favorite because it's the bigger one. Oh, I know. We can't get a lump in that one. Get a lump in the other one. <laughs> get a lump in the left. Maybe it'll even them out. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny because I think um my left boob is bigger. Wait, is it? Yeah. My right boob is smaller. <laughs> oh, we should, we should trade. <laughs> we should trade. Um, I was actually, I don't know if I texted you this. I think I didn't. Uh, I was actually dancing to a Nickelback song. By choice? Uh forced choice. Well, I was sitting with this guy and he was like, I I like to ask people like, what do you like to see on stage? Like music. I feel like everyone likes music. It's something that we can all talk about. And he was like, Oh my god, like to see you on stage, because we had just done uh 15 and and I was like, Yeah, and he's like, This nickelback song is like the perfect stripper song. And I started laughing because like No, because <laughs> right. simply no. Just before that, our friends and I were um were talking about what butt rock means. And yeah, like the definition of butt rock. And I was like, I can't do that. Like my friends and I were just making fun of Nickelback, and he's like, I'll tip you a hundred dollars. <gasps> and I was um, like, Um, yeah, okay, yep. And I was like, You can't. Okay, I was tr- having trouble with this word. Was Renig? Renig? Your offer. Yeah, you so I was like, renege you, your offer. Yeah, yeah, I was like, you can't renege your offer. That would be so fucked up. And he's like, no, I swear. And he sh- he takes out his wallet, which was kind of an annoying move, and shows me that he has like a hundred, like a bunch of. I mean, he should just give it to you in that moment before. But... Yeah, exactly. Yes, but he kind of wasn't. So I was like, okay. So I go up to the DJ and I'm like, hey, and this is the grumpy DJ. This is not Sleazeball or Babyface. This is the other yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, and. Like, can you play with this Nickelback song? And he got so <laughs> mad. He's like, I already had to play one today. This can't be the second nickel. And I was like, this guy said he would tip me. This is your job? And the DJ is making 5% of this $100. Well, I didn't tell him I was going to get tipped 100 because I wasn't sure if I was going to tell the club oh, about it. But I was like, claim it. But yeah. I was like, he said he would tip me. And then he's like, fine. He was just being grumpy and it was funny. And like the guy could see from where he was sitting the DJ into the DJ booth and he could just see him like gesticulating, like all mad about it. And he was <laughs> laughing. But to be clear, like he wasn't trolling. Like he actually likes this Nickelback song. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like the, the customer. So, okay. And then he puts me on next. Tell me how, like by the time I get on stage to a Nickelback song, Bootylicious and Boobylicious <gasps> are already on top of him. They're talking him, but they had okay. They had literally okay. They were sitting in two red chairs next to each other, bootylicious, yeah. bootylicious, and we had gone and sat down on the two chairs next to them. So they had seen me like be with them, right? Right. Be with him. Right. 
Like they see us come out of the 15, they see us sit down, they see us chit-chatting, and then they see me get up and go to the, the stage. And then they were already sitting on top of him. The whole two songs that I did, which was Shaken Hands by Nickelback, if anyone is curious. And then <laughs> pour some sugar on me as I look at a little palate cleanser. Okay, good, he, good. They were they were on him. Like he he didn't get up and tip me. So I was like, be serious. I was like, dude, if this, if dude. these bitch, if these I'm oh, sorry. If these young ladies, if these young ladies <laughs> uh, prevent me from getting that, I was like so mad. And then by the time I got off, they, I was like, I saw him and they weren't there anymore. And I was like, mm. and then I went to like, go get something from the bar. And then I came back and I was like, oh, how's it going? He's like, those girls are so pushy. Like he was like, they were so bad. He was like, I kept trying to be polite and tell him no. They like, they forced him to take a tequila shot. Who paid for the tequila shot? Uh, he did, obviously. They're like, buy yourself like, a shot and take it. Yeah, it was like, well, because no, because they get them drunk. Right, right, thing. exactly. And, yeah, yeah, and yeah. They, they take like the clear shots, right? Like the water shots. Um, wait, they do? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. And so wait, the, are, so I the heard, guy. I heard Bootylicious say that she only drinks on the weekends. And yesterday was a Tuesday. Okay, so does that mean that like the bar like is in on it? Yeah. Are they charging the guy for three shots? I think they are. I think <gasps> they are. Yeah. yeah. And That's he had like fucked. a half he had like a half taken shot. Yeah. You know? And he was like, I didn't want this. They just like made me. And I was just like, he was like, he was a nice dude. He was trying to be polite. And then I was like, okay. And then I just hand out put out my hand, like, okay, give me the hundo. <laughs> Yeah. And he did. And okay. he did. But I was like so fucking annoyed. Like he ended up being a good dude. He tipped me like two more hundred dollars when he left just okay. for talking because I was with him for like a long time. So it was it was like he was a good dude. Yeah. And he was just like they just came at me so aggressively. Like it was not chill. Like I had sat down with him, talked to him. It was like slow beginning. So I wasn't pushing just like a normal human being. He was like so like ugh, these are so pushy. They have like but- no shame at all no shame and just like whatever i mean they fumbled that bag he had money maybe if they had been nice i mean i think it's like they just have this tactic and then if it works like one out of ten it works really good yeah it can work really good because then they just like i don't know i don't like them (sighs) i don't like them because okay be aggressive maybe that's your hustle but like i was just sitting with this guy and you literally just saw me go and talk to the DJ, obviously, because I'm going to go on stage. And then yeah. you swooped in anyway. And he tried to tell him, like, I'm waiting for and they didn't listen. So you suck. And yeah, I no, hope you get a shady. big pimple on your nose today. I thought you were going to say on your ass. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> get it ass no, on your face. <laughs> I think it went on your butt and it hurts when you sit, you know, because it's like a really big one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then someone asks when you're dancing for them, they're like, "What is that? That's happened to me before." I was like, "So embarrassing." Uh, it wasn't. It was a. It was a. Um, it was a scar. It was like a big scar mm. that I had, and uh, a scar from someone, a pimple. I think so. Oh. Yeah, and it was. It was like it looked like faded, but I was like dancing for someone. They were like, "Oh, did someone like burn a cigarette on you or something like that?" Oh my god. People you are kind of so said yes. mean. You should have been like, yeah, I was abused and um, yeah. my abusive ex-boyfriend would burn, burn. a cigarette on my, on my body. Just made it make it really sad, make him feel bad. It's a weird thing. Like guys just like feeling like I think I don't think women do this, at least not in my experience. Um, They have to like call out things about your personality, not even like in a negative way, but just like drawing attention to things. You're just like, why? Like, why? Yeah. Like, why do you have to talk about the color of my nipples? Like, why? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've heard that. I've heard people discuss the color of your nipples. My nipples. Yeah, it's like, why? Um, yesterday, Just... this guy was like, oh, my God, your nipples are so big. And I was like, <laughs> ew. I didn't. And he wasn't talking about the areola. He was talking oh. about the nipple. It's like, the part like that you never... suck. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I've never even thought about that. Like, I've lived with these titties for so long, and I've never noticed the yeah. nipple honestly it's probably all these years of working at a club it's like when you've been like breastfeeding a long time oh my god they I'm become kidding. like pointy I'm... from all the people sucking on them I don't think I've ever like actually looked at your nipples like I'm like examining them but like I'm like they they're normal as far as I I've never like seen you topless but and been, you like oh my god 
It's the second time someone says that. Huh. And again, they're not talking about the areola. They're talking about right. like, like the, the actual, little pointy. The pointy part. What is that called? <laughs> the nipple, nipple. part. <laughs> I just, uh, I don't know. Or I was so thinking, annoyed. Like, oh, it seems like you like shave this. Or sh- a guy said that to you before. Mm. I remember. I don't know. They just like comment um, on stuff. It yeah. So just awkward. like, I bet you, I bet your vagina's like all shaved. And I was like, well, it's not. But <laughs> um, no, yeah. Weird. This guy yesterday was like, he was like in his late 60s. He was like an older man. And he just, I don't know what drugs he had. T- he mentioned something about cocaine, but he said that he was just on alcohol. He was just being the most. And like, you know, the guys that like, you say, hey, you can't touch me during the lap dance out here. And they just keep yeah, trying and right. trying. And he kept pretending like he was going to bite my nipple, which like, We've talked about, I've actually been Wait, bitten was, a lot. He was pretending. He was like, ah. Yeah, yeah, literally. Ah, uh, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, like, uh, moving... <laughs> yeah, and, like, I've talked about this, like, I don't think before I started dancing, I had such a, like, it's not like I have PTSD, but, like, I've been bitten a fucking lot. And You've I'm also very paranoid. So much. I don't so think, much. the thing is, like, I don't think I have been bitten. And you've been, like, dancing, like, longer than I have, like, just based on, like, yeah, you yeah, work yeah. every single week. But, like, I haven't, I don't think I've been bitten by somebody. I just get bitten all the time. And, like, I'm very paranoid about infections and stuff. Like, I know that human bites can get, I mean, I literally just had a visit to urgent care because <laughs> I thought my cat bite got infected. So, like, I just, and, like, I, I get, like, visit, like, I get, like, my body just, like, stiffens. And I get, like, so I'm just, like, I'm not having fun with this. Like, you. Like you, because I, people even pretend that they're going to bite me or say, I want to bite you all the fucking time. And it makes me like really upset. And I'm like on this guy and I had taken this like expired five hour energy. So I already had like a really bad headache. And I just, yeah. like, he was an old man. I was like, I just grabbed his hands, put them behind him. And I was like, you could get a much better lap dance if you stop that. And he was like, ha ha ha. But I was like, I could destroy this guy. He's small. And like, if he <laughs> bites me, I have no qualms in like breaking his wrist. I have no qualms. Do it. Listen. He would just turn into <laughs> dust. <laughs> no, because I'm like, I can beat you up. And if you bite me, like I'm I I was feeling like physical, like physically violent. I was like, yeah. I will like I will like actually hurt you. But it ha- I, like I said, it just it happens to you so much. And it's weird because it's like you're know. the person that like people shouldn't fuck with because you are super strong. <laughs> And like people, people also are intimidated by you too. Yeah, I don't why know. Are they, I think it's why are they I have more. You? I think it's because I'm like more fleshy, you know, because I'm like thicker. Oh. Maybe like I they just you. You look like you taste better than I do. Right, like, like there's a little brawny. more fat. You would be stringy, you know, like <laughs> you bite like, down. You're just getting to the bone on me. They're like, oh god. Like I, you know, when like those cartoons, when they get really hungry, they just see like their friend <laughs> as like a pig on the plate with an apple. That's me. That's what they see. You're a suckling pig. They just see me like with my hands tied behind my back on the on the dinner on, table. On the, what is it called? The, uh, this, it's like a something that turns like a rotisserie. I don't oh, know. the spit rose. The spit rose. Yeah. You're the you're the twirling chicken and I'm the big. <laughs> there we are, just twirling together. <laughs> Men are just watching With us. A, a little apple in my mouth, like Yeah. Oh no. Great. Uh um, should we get should we get in the something? Yeah. Why don't you sorry? Because you have like the biggest one. And then <sighs> uh, the plan is we're gonna get into your story. We're going to do a few of mine. They're they're like smaller. And then finally, finally, back to reading the 21 Laws of Surviving a Gentleman's Club. I know the people have been clamoring They've for the book cl- reviews. Clamoring. I do get told, I haven't had anyone complain that we haven't done them in a while, but I do get told by a lot of people that they like when we review the book. So previously, we have spoken about uh, this new business venture of mine with pseudonym Randy. Yeah. But for this, I'm just going to tell it first person. Okay. Okay. So I, I have this new gentleman person client that we had met a few weeks ago. He saw my services on an escort ad. So we've been chatting and he uh, wanted to book a session. So that means he is, you know, just paying for my company, the time, and then whatever we decide, decide to do is like, you know, outside of that. Okay. Uh 
so we have like a few weeks of buildup. It seems totally fine. He seems very sweet. We get to the location. Buildup, you just mean the texting back and forth. We didn't like really like keep in contact like that that much. But, you know, he was like a little nervous because he'd never done this before. And it seemed like he wanted to be extra discreet because it sounds like he has like a family and and, like whatever. The day has come and uh, he had requested like the day has (laughs) C-U-M. The day has finally come. I am 12. (laughs) It's all good. And he requested like, you know, a special little outfit for me to wear that I put together and like some red wine. And, you know, I made it really nice. Like I I always like, you know, I like like candles. I do like a whole vibe. I have like a playlist I play, you know, I make it um, for my time. I, I do charge like a lot of money. So, uh, you know, I want to make it like a really like kind of bougie, I guess, kind of experience or like sensual or whatever. So we're like getting going and we have some wine and we're like chatting. And then um, when I see people, uh, you know, if we're going to get a little more intimate, I ask them to take a shower if they don't mind taking a shower because like I'm always showered and, and everything. He's like, okay, great. I'm like, okay, great. Takes a Get shower. rid of that stink. <laughs> okay, so basically I offer to go downstairs and, you know, give them a little fun. And generally because, you know, like they do shower before and I'm getting tested more frequently and blah, 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 blah. I don't like require like a condom for that part. Really? Yeah. On them? I, I feel like you really should. I mean. You can get chlamydia of the throat. There are people who do that. I'm, I'm not like the only one. It's like something like, and I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't meet that many people. And so it's only like a few people a month. It's like, I mean, just worried about your health. It only takes one. You know, I mean, I'm sure like latex t- tastes like shit, but you can get syphilis of the throat. Oh my God. I know. I shouldn't be telling you this because I know you're really like paranoid. <laughs> I'm really not that paranoid because most stuff like has a treatment and like I'm getting, getting get tested a lot more. So like I don't, and I've like talked to a lot of people who do this and like maybe like rinse your mouth and then if you have any cuts, don't do it. Yeah. And it's not something I'm going to like offer to everybody, but like okay. I am making a lot of money. So I just think for like this, it's like I'm comfortable doing it. We're getting down into it. And he asks if I would like, he could like stand and I would like not stand. You would kneel. Yeah. And he is uncircumcised. Okay. Which to be clear, like I like uncircumcised dicks. I think they're fun. I think they're great. That's great for you. Just shout out to everyone who, I feel like there's a lot of like shame around being uncircumcised, especially in the US because it's like, I mean, I don't mean to derail the whole story, but there's like basically no benefit in terms of like STIs. That's kind of like the whole reason why we like do circumcisions in the U.S. as like a given is this whole idea that like, oh, it's just like more you're more likely to get STIs if you are um, uncircumcised. But it turns out that the research doesn't bear that out. And it's just like another procedure that hospitals can charge for. And that's kind of why it's happening. Like if you go to a country like the U.K., where you have like public health, they don't do that because it doesn't actually improve people's health. Yeah. And you're just charging for an extra procedure. So I'm just going to go ahead and admit I am a conservative on this issue now. I am pro-circumcision and nobody can change my mind. And uh, we're going to we're going to get into why exactly. I've had some very clean, uh, like uncircumcised dicks that are great. Like, you know what? It just, I it's like believe anything. that they exist. I believe you. It's like, it's like how bigger people need to wash their folds. It's just like an extra fold. So there's nothing like, it's just neutral. It's just something that you have to clean up, but. Well, let me continue with this story here. We'll see if, uh, you know, your, your mind has changed at all. (laughs) So I'm getting in there. It's like, he's getting more hard. So it's like coming out of like the foreskin. (laughs) It's just. And I start to, (laughs) I start to feel some chunky chunks. In my mouth. Oh, what a way. Chunks. And I, you know, sometimes it's like, you know, with a towel, maybe has like a little speck on it and like a little hair or something. So I'm like, okay. What do you mean chunks? Well, we're getting there. We are getting there. Okay. So I, I do this. I'm like, okay. And I pull, I pull back and I look and his head is fully extended from the dick. And there's about a crust that's about like this long around the head of his penis that was underneath the foreskin. It's a thick, white, yellow, hard crust. 
I'm sorry. I just had a bagel and like it's coming right out. Yeah. Yeah, Jade. So <laughs> I I start to panic a little bit. Uh, there's a lot going through my head right now because I'm like, okay, we're only like 20 minutes in. He got two hours. I'm like, oh my God. Uh, I know this is not something he's like doing maliciously, right? Like I know it is kind of like an accidental thing and like whatever happened, like I guess it's the case where like he just hasn't had anyone go there or had this part of- well, just anyone when he was raised he should have been taught that like when you clean your dick you lift and you clean around there like that's it's not that hard like it's just like people who clean their clean their belly button or like i said like people who have more folds around their skins like you have to lift them and 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 wash so this is another skin it's like this wasn't even like because i know there's obviously like stuff gets there and it's like uh, there's a word for it like um smegma smegma i think that's what it's called like the white kind of stuff and like generally it's like okay you just have to wash it off this was a girl when i tell you this was a crust oh i'm sorry okay there was it was chunking off it was in my mouth (laughs) okay (laughs) okay so you spit it out so i spit it and i i look it up at him and i'm like uh he's like "Uh oh i could like wear a condom i'm like can you just like get rid of this? <laughs> he like didn't. So he saw it. Like, yeah, he... yeah. I'm uh-huh. sorry. Okay, okay. And so he goes to this. He goes to the bathroom. I'm thinking like, oh, maybe he'll like hop back in the shower. No, he goes up to the sink and he starts peeling off the crust. <laughs> peeling off like without water. He's like has the water on. He's kind of like splashing a little bit. I cleaned everything, so you know. Okay. And he's like this, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like. All right. And there's like little crust pebbles like on the bed. It's like, okay. Yes, I know. Okay. So basically, you know, he gets off what he can. But at this point, I'm like, well, like, I know. So like, I have like now washed, I'm like, wash my hands. We do condom, but it's like, he's like, keeps having like performance issues whenever you try to put on condom. Anyways, like, I won't get into too much the rest of the whole ordeal. Basically, like, this was just something to like navigate the entire time. Cause I'm like, whether or not you can see the crusties, but it's like they were on the bed. You know what I mean? It's like, it was mostly gone. There was like one chunk that was like suctioned in by the condom that he missed. It was in a condom. So it's like, it didn't touch me, but I could like see it there. Dude. Okay. <laughs> what? what <laughs> okay. So he puts the condom on and then you keep sucking his dick. I think so. I think at that point, but I'll, honestly, okay. like he might've had. So that's perform- why. Cause like, why am I look? Why are you looking into the condom? Like, why, why do you keep seeing? Okay. And then it's like seeping out of the condom. Is that what no, there's no, more no, chunks no, no, no. on the bed? Okay. No, the chunks are just from the bed from before. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And it, it just sucks because there's like, okay, so he's like having a hard time getting hard, right? And so it's like we're having to like, I'm having to like switch out the condoms. And then the tip, the tip of his head, oh, dude, is like, it's like too sensitive because that's like, I don't think it's ever seen the light of day, right? Like it's, he's like, oh, it's, he's almost like, don't touch it. It's too sensitive. And I'm like, okay. Um, like he's going to come if you touch it. Nope. I don't know. Like it's too like overwhelming. I don't know. And it's just like this delicate dance for like an hour and a half of like, okay, like I keep washing my hands. We keep trying new stuff. Like he's like hard. It's like hard to get the condom on him for some reason. Like, I don't know. Like the head of his dick was like really big, but his dick wasn't that big. And he like, wasn't hard. And it was like, we tried having sex, but he like, couldn't like stay hard. It Did he girl eventually he, he yeah. Reached it, completion. So, but this is how this is. <laughs> And it's not that it's like bad. Like I never felt like the thing is it's like he was actually really nice. Like I don't want to be like, oh, like he was being like rude or malicious or whatever, because he wasn't. Right. He just it's was like, like an it's like an education thing, right? Like it's like a sex education thing. Like maybe you come from a background where like no one discusses your genitals with you. Like right. it should just be proper care. Like like we we know how to clean our folds it was just you know like getting into this job I was I think like I was really prepared to be like it's kind of like stripping it's like you have to be like ultra prepared of like setting your boundaries when you're like in a really vulnerable space and like I don't really have an issue doing that but never did I think I would have like such like a deep like like a hygiene issue with somebody that is just like so acute and just like no like I don't know if that happened to me. I mean, it wouldn't because I would never be like that unaware of my own body. But it's like, I would be so embarrassed. I would like run off. Like I would like get back in the shower. I would like scrub. You know what I mean? Like, and they're just like, he just didn't have that. Like he didn't have that like urgency. I was like, and you know, what's like weird too. Like the whole time 
obviously I think he has a family. So like, it's, it's not like he's like never had sex and he's like in his late forties, dude. Like he's like older, but he kept like asking to do like not weird stuff, but like stuff you just like see in porn that like, doesn't really like work. Like what? Like he was like, I I think I know what you're saying. Like I've just having hooked up with like younger guys in my day. Like, I feel like I know what you mean. Right. So he asked about like 69, first of all. So I was right. Like, yeah. That's such a, yeah. Like okay. you don't and really he, fuck if you're trying to do 69. Right. And like, you know, like he was wearing yeah. a condom at this point and like, whatever, like, you know, this was like down the line he want, he's like, Oh, can like you like sit up on something or be like elevated and I can like be standing. And I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't have like a chair or anything. And I was like, we could do like in the bathroom. Cause they have like a sink. So I'm like, I could sit on the sink and then he could be standing. But then it's like, he couldn't that also that's also like a movie thing like in real no, life exactly like, that's not what happens like in real life back. yeah yeah and so like i'm like listen like whatever like i am yeah you're not like trying to get off you're like okay fine you know yeah i'm like it's yeah. it's possible like okay but it's like we're doing it it's like you can't do it like you just don't and like maybe there's a way to do it if you have like a smaller dick but it's like he literally like couldn't do it and like we'd like get up and like he'd be hard because we, st- you can reach Right, right. So I'm thinking like if you had like a longer dick, it'd be easier to do that. Right, right. yeah, exactly. But then also like as soon as you'd like stand up and like I started, he'd like already lose his boner. So it's like, what are we trying to do? It's like, this isn't going to happen. And so it was like little like weird things like, oh, we tried like this. I'm like, are you like 12 years old? Like, why are you you keep asking? I'm like, was he was he two kids in a trench coat? Like, that's what it sounds like. Honestly, (laughs) (laughs) no, but for real. And it was just like. And I just went along and I tried to be like as sweet as possible. And he was like, obviously like really like, like embarrassed, but trying to like hide it. And like, I don't know. And then like the times there was time where he just, we could not get him hard. I'm like, why don't we just take a little break? You know, let's just like chat for a few minutes. We were just like laying there talking. Take the pressure off the dick and then the dick can come. Yeah. And I don't, I don't mind talking about this. Obviously I have a podcast where we talk about this, but then he was like asking me about like other clients. And I was like, why do you want to know about this? He was like, oh, like. It wasn't anything bad. It wasn't anything like he's like judging me or, but he's like, oh, no, like, I think, I think it's curiosity. We get that at the club a lot too. Yeah. Yeah. Right? It, like, it was like oh, yeah. curiosity, but I'm like, is that what you want to talk about right now? I'm like, this is, these are the questions you want to yeah. ask me. Was like, it like, what, what were the questions like? Cause like what I get at the club is usually like, oh, like, you know, or guys usually like super gross and old you know like that's he did ask me if I mostly work with like business professionals and I was like yeah I mean I think like with my rates like it's not and then he asked I don't I don't know if he asked how many I see or something it was something along the lines I'm like you know like Mm -hmm. I don't really I'm like I'm really picky about who I um connect with and like do this stuff and it was like fine but I'm like this isn't like sexy conversation like why are we talking about this right now right or he's not even like using the time to like you know how we usually become people's therapists? Like, it's not even that either. Yeah, right? no, he didn't really tell yeah. me anything about his life. And, like, I was asking, right? And, like, oh, like, you know, what do you do for fun? Like, oh, I just work. I'm like, oh, but, like, do you like certain food, like movies? Like, I'm always trying to, like, okay, like, can yeah, I yeah. give me something? But like, he really never did. And he did mention, he's like, well, like, you know, I forgot the exact conversation. But he's like, well, I just, I always wanted to try this, like, at least once. And, like, I don't know if I'll do it again. I'm like, not with You're me. Like, or not, not with me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Because like, I think I told you when we first booked, he was going to book me for another two hour session, like two days later. I'm like, we haven't even met yet. You're going to pay me another. Yeah. We didn't end up booking it. And then there was no way I was going to accept, but okay. Anyways. So, so he came, but like, so at this point, like we're trying to like, I'm like, let me just use my hand like to finish this, whatever. Um, and so like, he's like, like lube, I have all that stuff. Right. Um, so I'm like, okay, like I wash my hands again. I get this. And then he's like, oh, well, can I like do that to you? Are you doing like, can we like, like, can you lay down? He's like, well, can I like sit up? And I'm like, just lay down and let me do it. I was just like, just right. let me do it. But he's yeah. like, look, well, sit. And then like, I can do like, like finger me like while I do it. And I'm like, okay, like go wash your hands again. Yeah. Cause like, as I'm like just having, I'm like, okay, yeah, but you have to wash your hands. Cause I'm like, I don't know what. Right. What you've, I- what he's touched at this point. Yeah. No, I don't. Cause he was so flicking, I- he was flicking the crusties off with his bare fingers. Yeah. So yeah, he should wash his hands. So then he's like trying to do that. And I'm like, I'm trying to focus. So it's like, I'm trying to get this done. And he's like trying to do And you're like, also like probably performing like, uh, uh, like he's fingering you or whatever. Right. But it like, yeah. it doesn't feel good. I mean, it's not no, like horrible, right. but it's just yeah. like, we're just like sitting here. It's it's like a very awkward situation to give someone a hand job while yeah. you're sitting crisscross applesauce across from someone. You know what I mean? 
I'm just like, dude, just <laughs> lay down and let me like fuck you and finish this shit. Like, oh my God, yeah, you yeah. know? But he was yeah. like, well, let's try this and this. And then eventually he's like, well, like- I mean, he did book two hours, which is pretty ambitious. Thank God. Because we used every second of those two hours. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, thank God we had that much time. Because like, I don't like, we literally, yeah, I don't know. Um, So he ends up going on top of me and he's like a little lower. So he's like, not like face level. He's like, like boob level kind of. And he just starts like, like humping like the bad. And then he just like comes into the bad. With a condom on, right? No, he wasn't wearing a condom. No, I told him because like he wasn't going to get it on me or anything. Uh-huh. Um, And it was like not close. It was not close to me. And I just like cleaned it up after. He just humped the bed and yeah. came into the bed. Like the like, two cushions? No, just just it was rubbing just... raw against. The I mattress. mean, it was like it was like satin sheets. So they were it was like soft. <sighs> I guess. And I oh, guess. at this point, at this point, he I was mean, like, usually, well, he I had like the pillow, right? Like right. The, so making this, a hole. <laughs> at this point, his skin, he had like so much foreskin, first of all. So he was able to like pull it all the way over everything. So at this point, he just did that. Um, and then he was like humping the bed with his like foreskin up. So I think that like helps with like the friction a little bit. Well, right. Or maybe that's what he's used to. Right. Like maybe. Because usually, like, when people have trouble, like, coming, it's, like, say, for example, someone who masturbates a lot, like, they just become so used to, like, their usual thing that then that's how they have to come. So, like, maybe that's how he usually comes because he sounds, like, not super experienced. So that was just, like, what he did. Like, to I I did not ask any questions. No, I, mean, I would you? just. I was like, oh, great. I like cleaned it up. And then I was like, oh, do you want to like lay down? And so we like talked for a few minutes and then it was like pretty much time. And like, I don't know, like I was still at this point, like I had, I had been to hell and back. And at this point I was still like trying to be so sweet. And like, I was like rubbing his head. I was doing all this stuff. And like, I don't know. I'm like, did he enjoy it? I don't think so. I'm like, but I did like everything I could. And like, yeah whatever he said goodbye he left and then like later i even uh emailed him um i was because we, we were just doing um contact over email he didn't want to use text and he said mm-hmm. and, and i said like hey it was so nice spending time thank you so much again and he never got back to me and i don't think i will ever yeah, hear from him again probably embarrassed. okay we probably don't have a lot of time to go into a lot else I guess I'll just give you one quick story. So this story is more hearsay. So, okay, on Sunday, I was checking out and I, you know, give all my money to our manager and he's counting them and he goes, oh, this one's a fake, right? And it was like the $1. It was like oh a my $1 God. bill. The one that you yeah. sent me. Yeah, it looks so stupid. It's a, It says for movie prop use, but the use is spelled incorrectly. Like it was like not even trying to be good forgery. Yeah. And like I said, like it was $1. I was kind of annoyed, but like, kind of funny <laughs> like I put it on my fridge like I put it up I was like lol and you know it's funny because like I had posted it on my story uh close friends and Neptune responded and she was like oh you know one time a a bouncer I think it was a bouncer at, got a fake hundred dollar bill and like threw it on the ground and would just like laugh at every dancer who picked it up like so fucked up like just like so rude and like we're just someone's entertainment and fuck you man but anyway yeah. i was just like kind of laughing because like i said it was one dollar it had if it had been a 20 or god forbid like a hundred dollars i would have been really upset um but i was like oh my god that's so silly and then uh eric is like oh apparently usher made <gasps> a whole bunch of do you know no i don't but i want to know the oh, tea okay. He made a a bunch of like hundred dollar like I mean sorry one dollar bills but they were like usher money like with his face on it and he went to a club threw them hella like he looked super cool right like he's making it rain on everyone and then left (gasps) and then turns out it was all fake money oh and like all the dancers were like super fucking pissed wait hold on can I look this up I feel like I feel like now you've said it I feel like I have heard it before. Yeah, because then I told someone else and they were like, oh, I, I knew that. And I was like, oh, my God, like these fucking it's Usher. He has the money. Or if you don't have the money, stay at home. Beyond. OK, wait. OK, so the main the most reputable thing I'm finding is a TMZ article that says Usher didn't pay strippers with Usher bucks. Big old mm-hmm. misunderstanding. Oh, mm. read further. OK, misunderstanding. 
just making Usher money, like you're trying. No, like you shouldn't be doing that. The internet is ablaze with fury that Usher allegedly made it rain on strippers of fake money with his face on it. You might have caught wind of this today. <laughs> she posted the question, ladies, what you do if you dance all night for Usher and he threw this? Oh, you know what? I do remember seeing this on Instagram. Really? Uh, how long ago was this? Which what year? Mm, this came out. It says 2021. Okay. April 12th. So only like two years. Okay. Ago. Oh my God. Wait yeah. a second. Today. Today's April 12th. Ah, oh. <laughs> two years to the date. Wait, it's almost the exact same time as this was published. This is April 12th, 329 Pacific time. Wow. It's 329. <laughs> what the hell? That is okay, so okay. weird. Okay, let me just like, let me just skim. Spooky. Okay. So it turns out there's way more to the story, according to people directly involved. Um, for starters, this all happened at Sapphire in Vegas, and a rep tells the mm. club, a, a rep for the club tells TMZ that Usher did not tip the strippers with fake money. He actually dished out authentic greenbacks. It's <laughs> funny, while also going on to tip uh, the staff at large quite generously. We're told Usher and his crew ended up spending thousands on the dancers, real thousands, and enjoyed bottle service, which he definitely didn't cover with these Usher bucks. It goes without saying, Sapphire tells us they'd love to host him again. Well, then what the hell happened? Okay, now for some more intel, what the hell happened? Sources close to Usher right, tells like who, us. Then who made, then who, what dancer went home and created an Usher bill and then posted it on the internet? What? So sources close to usher tell us that somebody in his crew not him left some some stray usher dollars behind on the stage as a bit of a gag both to be chill trash yeah but also to promote his new vegas residency we've been assured mm. by folks in the singer's camp that he did in fact tip the girls who danced for him and that the usher bucks in question weren't used for payments at all hmm okay so, I don't know. See, because you're complimenting the money that you're throwing on stage with your usher bills. I because okay, this sounds no, I like think a, it's, I think it's shady as fuck. It's so okay. First of all, as a gag, right? As haha, look at these strippers scrambling for money that isn't even real money. Fuck you, man. Second, yeah. okay, we hear from usher people. We hear from Sapphire Club, who definitely wants Usher to come back, right? Because right, sure I don't, I don't trust, money. I don't trust Sapphire. That's a thing too. Like I don't trust them. Right. What about the dancers? Like that's who I want to hear from. Like someone who says, "Hey, yeah, there were a few Usher bills stray, but like I did end up like getting paid." Right. What's the that? Fact, so there's also an insider article. I'm assuming it's going to be the same. I'm, I'm not going to read it, but yeah, yeah. it doesn't seem like any strippers were actually quoted. It's right, like right. They just talk. Oh, we interviewed Usher's camp and we interviewed the club. It's like, well, what about what the if, girls who like were counting that money at the end of the like, night? Oh, no, and can tell us, like, oh, yeah. for every for every 80 true bills, we got 20 Usher bills. Like, yeah. Oh, the dancers resource posted this. That's how I heard about this. So she posted it. Oh, uh, so Did as far as what she posted, um, she posted this woman's. Uh, post like what would you do if you danced for Usher all night and he threw this so that was the original um but did, did they comment like... they just shared it they just shared it um oh, okay they just shared it if but anyone she... we have a few Vegas listeners if anyone knows anything please email us at crsecretspod at gmail.com because like it's not as horrific because like from from what Eric had told us like he only threw Usher money it's still fucked up though like don't throw fake money because like that's so awful. Yeah. So I think I think you're so right. Like, even if it was just like fake money on the stage, like if is a dancer, let's say, because like if I'm working at a club and then there's a big celebrity, like honestly, unless like I am hooked up with people, like I don't think I'm gonna be invited in to get to that bag. I really don't. Like, no, but then even if they're throwing money on the stage, like we know how like you get excited because people are throwing money on the stage. You go a little harder and then to pick it up and realize it's fake. Well, no. So this says that before they left to a blank stage, they put down the money. They left what? They left the money like no one was on the stage. They just left the bills on the stage, but there was no one dancing. Got it. That's that's what it's yeah. insinuating. So it's like if I like had known that he was there, but I was like, oh, like I don't really like how like I'm not going to like push my way up there. And then I came out to see that like, oh, my God, but they left so much money on the stage. Like, let me go. Like, right. Yeah. No, I mean, we, I've talked about one time I came on stage and there was already money on there. Like, that's not that weird. Right. Like, no, totally. Do that. 
and, and you're like, oh, you're that's like, so Yay. nice. They left like yeah. for all the other dancers. They didn't. They weren't able to tip. Like they just like left it for people to split or whatever. <laughs> no, that's fucked up. Also, it's just like, oh, what was the what was the direct word? It was like for a gag, as a gag. You know, like oh ha ha. Right. Like, oh, he, so he made funny. fake money. Hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Your garbage. Also, I don't know if we've talked about Jeremy Renner getting run over by a snowplow, but <laughs> we, I'm just gonna iterate we it. We did, but talk about it again. <laughs> the snow. <laughs> if you're a celebrity, if you have a bunch of money and you go to a strip club and you don't pay the girls for their time. That snowplow is going to find you and is going to run you over. <laughs> That's called karma, baby. Um, Did you ever watch that scary movie about the tire? Like this rogue tire that kills people? Like what? a car tire? No. <laughs> I think it's called like tire or something. It's great. It's, it's, I have not. it's so weird. It's You should watch it. It's just, I, I mean, it's kind of bad, but it's weird. There's like a bunch of people following this tire. Like it's like a reality TV, but the tire yeah. like goes on a murder rampage. Um, it's the same, but with a snowplow. Wait, it's called a rubber rubber twenty ten. Oh, it's a called homicide. rubber. Yeah, it's called rubber. A homicidal <laughs> car tire. All right, let's get to the book, the twenty one laws of surviving a gentleman's club by Darius Allen. So, law number one was situational awareness or something. Unagi for for people who are friends fans, which I don't know if you exist anymore. Law number two is always plan your entrance and exit. The common misbelief is that making a trip to the jungle is best as a spur-of-the-moment decision, an uncontrived excursion driven by the sudden desire to gaze at TNA, tits and A's. <laughs> the true survivor understands that certain misadventures bring unnecessary drama and exhaustion of resources and real consequences. When it comes to surviving a gentleman's club, two things require clear and concise planning, your entrance and exit. I will say this is something that, like, this the difference between working weekdays and Sundays versus weekends that to me is kind of it like I feel like Fridays and Saturdays we get a lot of drunk people who are like wouldn't it be funny if we went to the strip yeah club? and those guys are very I mean sometimes they spend money but like a lot of times they're literally like I, I am actually broke right versus someone who comes in on a Tuesday they're like I want to go to the strip club and yeah. it's probably for a reason so I you know, historically, I have made like the most money on Saturdays, but like I make really good money on Sundays or like like last week I made my best money on a Wednesday. It's kind of awesome. for that reason. I, yeah, I mean, I like working um, weekday shifts because it's it's less rowdy people who are like, oh, yeah, spur of the moment. OK, <clears throat> this law is about maturity, efficiency and being smart. The first step is to do extensive research before making your excursion. However, there are exclusive websites and forums that give detailed reviews on every jungle, the location, prices, rules of engagement, and the type of predators. Another option, if you're lucky enough to have one, is to consult with your mole. The mole is capitalized. <laughs> so if you like know someone who works at the club, that's like your mole, yeah. they're going to like give you yeah. like the inner scoop. Okay. She may have priceless intel that can help you with your travel arrangements. I don't know why. <laughs> um, that's where you stay on your toes and watch out for booby traps, reading between the lies, avoiding the vultures, piranhas, and ducking from rainstorms. I don't know what this means, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, I guess the vultures and piranhas, that's like boobylicious and bootylicious. They're just going to like get you drunk and take advantage of you. <laughs> or is it or is it every every woman? That's true. I don't dancer, know. Right. Yeah. Like, um, it's funny we've talked we haven't talked about those two brothers who used to come into the club um but they would come in they would throw a lot of money blah 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 but they would refer to some girls as vultures and they would be super rude to them if they came mm. over to their table and they'd be like well we don't like vultures and they would be like super rude and dismissive and it's like that all just that always just rubbed me the wrong way because a we're dancers you're at a workplace we're all here for money so by definition we're all vultures right and like the way our friends took it was like, no, there's just some girls who are very clearly there for the money. No, we're all there for the money. And right. I would say, I would venture to say that the girls who you don't immediately clock as vultures are actually better at being vultures yeah. because they just worked you a lot better. Exactly. <laughs> and they're probably going to get more money out of you. So it's just this false idea that like, well, I can spot a vulture. And I'm not going to give her money. I'm just going to give it to this really nice girl who played in my heartstrings. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You would <laughs> never be a vulture to me. They're like, no. no. Blink, blink, blink. Wink, wink, wink. Blink, yeah. blink. <laughs> okay, scene one. 
a solo creep is ideal. <laughs> you control your destiny. <laughs> okay. Okay. So basically, he thinks that you should go by yourself. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I haven't read this in a long time. Speaking of which, are you catching a taxi or contacting Uber or Lyft? That's another decision that should be made before entering. Don't forget that if you need to use Uber or Lyft, they don't take cash, so avoid getting a hold place on your card for a regular activity. Those high mileage lap dances add up quickly. I like this one. Yeah. Because it's like, I mean, we've dealt with people who can't get make it home. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's like being like, it's just planning to be financially responsible and having like a plan to be safe as well. Like, I, I think that's great. I think a lot of people don't think about that. Financial and yeah, just like don't get behind the wheel and kill yourself from, in a family of five. Like, that's yeah, that's cool. That's pretty cool. If you're driving, do you know the area and the surrounding places? Where are the nearby gas stations? Where do the cops hang out? <laughs> you can't just rely on GPS and Google Maps. Technology won't tell you if you're in the wrong neighborhood. Okay. Survival should only be a concern inside the club. You shouldn't be concerned with surviving the ride home. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Scene two. You're enjoying the companionship of a sexy stripper. She's fun, down to earth, and stunningly beautiful. The lap dances are intense. It's getting sweaty. And the flirting matches the heat in the booth. <laughs> Her attitude and aggressiveness surprise you, but you're smart enough to recognize that you're in the presence of a tiger. Capitalized. So you just hold on to her tail for dear life. Although you will make sure you get her schedule for future visits, relying on the club's roll call is too risky. Tigers aren't that easy to capture. <laughs> so now we're getting the breakdown of the of the different animals as the way he talks uh, about the women. <laughs> yeah. It's almost the last call and she leans in and says, I'm hungry. You're a bit skeptical, but you quickly realize that this is a small window and you reply, let's grab something to eat. She answers, cool. Give me your number. So where are we going? <laughs> this is like fanfic. Wait a second. So this is not a euphemism. They actually mean like, are you hungry? Well, so, okay. This is not the time to look at Yelp reviews or just the patron next to you who's busy getting a lap dance. You certainly don't want to start Googling places to eat like a rookie. Even though you're surprised that she's willing to meet outside the jungle, you don't want to give her that impression. You always want to be ready for anything. So where are you two going? Do you already know a good spot? What type of food? Is it in the vicinity? When do they close? This apex predator lives in the moment, and there's no way in hell she's taking a rain check. Timing is everything. Uh, <laughs> so, I'm just so he's saying. So he's saying that before you go to the club, you should like know late night places to eat <laughs> in case she wants to go meet out with you. I um first of all, and this is like uh, you know just like a stickler for the details. As far as I know, every club you and I worked at, every club I've heard people talk about, you're not allowed to leave with customers. Like it's pretty clear. Like you can't yeah, just yeah, leave, yeah, leave your shift and go off with a guy. Like it's pretty like I I think they mean like at the end of the shift, right? Okay, but, I mean, but I I get this all the time. Do you want to get food? Not, but I know, but it's like it's like not gonna happen. Like like ninety nine out of a hundred times. So it's like why you're gonna prepare because, yourself by looking up places. It's like okay, because like, there's the one the one percent chance that it does happen. Like I've seen it happen. Like I this is not to encourage anyone to think that that's what they should expect because yeah. it's really fucking not right. But I guess that's the thing. It's like don't don't expect so much that you're gonna go out with someone that you already you're looking at yelp beforehand to find a place that you can get dinner with a stripper at i don't know i mean just in case i mean guys yeah just know where your 24 hour food places are. i would say if you did meet someone you want to take them out like get her number chat about it later and then offer money or ask her her like rate to go on a date like outside of her work at the club like i don't know okay what if what if you're the designated driver are you going alone or is your entourage coming along What's your plan? Nothing screams immaturity like bringing your strip club buddies on a late night meet with a stripper. Put them in an Uber or Lyft. <laughs> okay. Um, never answer these questions on the fly. Wing it. It's a sure way to lose before you even start. Your approach should be businesslike, not amateur. So yeah, this whole the exit is like a plan to take a stripper out on a dinner date. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Cause... It's not like you can't prepare for that. I guess it's like that's not the point of going to a strip club. Like that doesn't seem no. to be like it's good like, advice. No, because like the likelihood is very rare. You should just go in and have a good time and be entertained and pay for your entertainment. 
and then go home happy, have something for this bank bank, come back again if you get a girl's number because you spent enough money on her and then come see her again and spend more money on her. Just this idea that you're going to the strip club to pick up women is like fucking exhausting. We talk about the time. It's so exhausting. Right, right. And it's like, yeah, you might might pick up a woman. I mean, like, you know, we see in, um, I've had friends work at like coffee shops. I've seen it on like TV and stuff where it's like, oh, like you meet a cute person. I've hooked up with guys who (laughs) who come to the club. They're like, when are you, when are you off? Like, or when's your break? Like, it's not like it doesn't happen, but that shouldn't be your like intention of going. Yeah. It's just super weird. Do we, should we just read the next one? Yeah. Let's read the next one. (laughs) Okay. Law number three, check your jealousy at the door. In a competitive jungle, your emotional state is tested at every step. Throw in a heavy mix of alcohol, testosterone, and sexual tension, and you have stumbled into the lion's den. Make no mistake, this is the ultimate snooze, you lose environment where emotions run high and opposition is ruthless. It's every man for himself, money talks, and there are times when your money won't talk loud enough. All it takes is one quick glance at the poll work on stage and all of you sudden and all of a sudden Genevieve, the stripper sitting next to you, is snatched up and taken for some lap dance fun. I I just like wrote I wish LMAO. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Maybe some places, but like I okay. The when I worked at the speakeasy recently, it was a little bit like that. Like people would come up to you and ask you to do a lap dance, but like not like that. Like <laughs> We're panhandling. Yeah, like we go to the bathroom and some like I went to the bathroom once and left like my drink at the like at the table with the guy and I came back and some bitch is already sitting on his lap. Like <laughs> I'm like, oh, and then I just grabbed my water glass, like, I guess I'm out. And yeah. I never talked about that, but it was like super annoying. Wait, um, so this was something you didn't talk about the pot. This was something else because you did talk about um Bootylish. Yeah, no, it was actually another girl and I just like it was the one who got in a fight with charlie the one who came over and like sit on your guys no that lap. was different one that was, that a, was different a different one. one so i was on this guy and i was dancing on him and then i left my water glass to go pee like literally so last time it wasn't i didn't even leave yeah with that girl yeah so you're I, and then literally I come back. You're, oh my god so i come back and this girl is already sitting on his lap and i'm like okay and like very awkwardly grab my water glass to like go away i guess and she's like oh were you still trying to like hang out you can hang out and then i was like okay because the guy was like motioning me to sit on his like next to him so i did and then we were like all talking i'm like this girl's actually really good at she's she's been she's a pretty like veteran dancer she's like i don't know like 40 or something um but she's been doing it for a long time and she's really good at selling rooms so i was like hey you know if if she if she manages to do a sale where he can take both of us like that's great um but then she just was like starting to make it really sexual. She's like, oh, if we go to the back, you can watch me like eat her pussy, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, because uh. Uh. <laughs> she never asked me. I don't know this girl that well. We say hello, goodbye. Like, you know what I mean? And I was like immediately getting uncomfortable because I'm like, I don't want no bitch eating my pussy. <laughs> and, he- <laughs> and-, <laughs> and then he was like getting like turned on. But I was like, I don't really want to do this. And then she said, you know, I've actually never been with a woman. But and then they start talking about the um like a a brothel nearby and uh-huh. and she was like well what if we go she's then she started to like basically try to arrange an excursion for us to go to the brothel and i was like well i'm out because i have no interest in this and it was a pretty busy night so i was like i'm just gonna go make my money somewhere yeah else. yeah but it's funny though i actually had t- meant to talk about this because i was telling charlie the story and she was like well you know that girl let's call her bunny uh, well, you know, Bunny, she she tries to sell se- sex out of the club. So that's what was going on in like a very judgmental way. Mm. And I was like, Charlie, you have a sugar daddy. <laughs> <laughs> you can pay to suck dick just as much. Like, I, <laughs> it's just funny because like we just put out that interview with, with Vivian and, and it's this whole like whore phobia that goes from yeah. one, one whore to another. And it's like, yeah, I mean, I... I I personally don't feel this way. I can see why like some strippers be like, ew, she sells sex outside of the club. But like, bitch, you have a sugar daddy. You literally sell sex outside of the club with a man that yeah. you've met at the club. Yeah, slinging pussy is slinging pussy. That's what Vivian said. Right, right. And it's true. And like I, in that moment, I was not annoyed that she was trying to sell sex outside of the club. It was more that she sued my customer and that like, yeah. he might have done like a room with both of us, but she immediately like, 
you know, if she hadn't come in and souped, if she had just gone up to this guy and they had arranged to meet outside, who gives a shit? I don't care. Make your money, girl. It was more that she like very clearly like souped this guy from literally like just I was just there. And now I don't I don't I haven't I I didn't want to do that. I you know what I mean? Like I've been open to the idea, but like I didn't want to fuck that guy either. So like now I don't have a customer anymore. Well, it just goes to kind of show that like things are not things are super hard so it's like so much that it's like she's not even trying to sell a regular room she's like let's get you out of here because like if i can get like thousands of dollars out of you it makes the whole yeah. last week of like fucking hustling people for for pennies yeah. like worth it you know yeah i was just annoyed because like that was my customer and now you up the stakes and and i don't want to play that game so now i can't play anymore right you know what i mean that was that yeah. was what was annoying okay if you lose perspective friendly competition can trigger a salty emotion that is counterproductive to your agenda. Jealousy. Now, it's a no-brainer that if you're having a shitty day, it will behoove you not to bring that anger and grumpiness into the jungle. The staff, stripper, and your fellow patrons will appreciate it dearly. It is also the wrong place to be acting like you're the king of the jungle and that you're above every interaction. Being reluctant reluctant to engage and play the game is pointless. But it's best you live in the moment and it's okay to wear your emotions on your sleeve, but don't catch the feelings. The L word. That can never happen. Lesbian? <laughs> I fell in love with the stripper. Um, you must understand that, mo- uh, that most predators can work with a variety of emotions, and that's why most are a part-time therapist, which we have been talking about. Yep. But jealousy is one emotion that even the most experienced stripper can't handle. Falling victim to this state of mind is utterly embarrassing and a crushing blow to one's ego. Jealousy is problematic, and inside the jungle, that negative energy can permeate like cheap cologne. It leads to irrational behavior that clouds your vision, ruins the mood, and makes money-hungry strippers cringe and run the other way. Did I ever tell the story about this guy who got, like, really <laughs> butthurt? So I had done a lap dance on this guy, but then I was vibing I was vibing with his friend, and then the guy that I did a lap dance with was like, oh, um... I want to take you out for dinner if we had met outside of here, all that stuff, like blah, yeah. blah, blah. And because I said no to giving him his number, because I said, like, I only give you my number if we do a room. I was like, well, I don't want to pay for it. But I was like, well, then you don't get my number. He got super butthurt. Right. And then I was vibing with his friend and I was and his friend was like, you're so pretty. And I was like, let's do a lap dance. He's like, well, no, my my homie really likes you. Like, I wouldn't do that. And I'm like, it's the strip club. Like, we can't be jealous like this. Yeah. I'm not his girlfriend. Like, you can get a lap dance from the same stripper. Like, like you just did the biggest eye roll. Exactly. I was like and and he was like, no, he's my homie. He really likes. And I was like, no, he's butthurt. That I didn't but give my I, number in. But you don't like him. So and I don't like him. Nothing's yeah, going to happen. Also, he's not giving me any money anymore. Right. And now he's butthurt. So I was like, <laughs> so I look at the at the friend. I'm like, you don't care if I do a lap dance with him, right? And he's like, no. And I was like, see, he doesn't care. And he's like, no, I can tell. It's like, <laughs> you don't care, right? I negged him. He ended up paying for his friend's lap dance. It's <laughs> like, you don't care so much that you're going to buy him a lap dance, right? Like, if you don't care, you'll buy him a lap dance. And then I ended up giving him a lap dance. So I'm like, that was such a good neg. That is hilarious. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> there are a lot of emotions, but jealousy is deadly because it awakens all your insecurities. But the point is that it's understandable to admire having that type of spending power that will attract the most vicious predators. That quick dose of envy will have you saving up money and eager to enter the jungle to stick your territory. So he's saying right now that you should channel your your envy into making money and then bringing it to the club. Which yes, I'm gonna give taps for approved. that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I we I, approve I, this message, Darius. We approve this message. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. Otherwise, you become a a proud hater, a bitter visitor who feels insecure about their place and ranking in the jungle, which we see a lot of those. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when, you know, what's funny is when guys go like, ew, you don't want to go with that old that guy over there. He's so gross. And I'm like, he's giving me more money. Like, of course right. I do. You think I care just, about that? <laughs> yeah. Like, you're just being a silly little boy. Okay. Survivor's <laughs> note. Recognize that the energy you bring into the jungle can attract or repel predators. And jealousy by far is the most toxic. Ensure that you check it at the door. Okay. Yeah. So this okay. is, we have so many conflicted feelings about Darius because sometimes we're like, <sighs> yes. and then sometimes we're like no (laughs) but i think that's what keeps it because we are like so i don't know we're not haters you know it's like we really are giving like reaction (laughs) like we're not we're not just trying to like hate on this guy who wrote these books about the strip club like we are truly like trying to break it down (laughs) i mean we're mostly haters 
but <laughs> but credit when, where credit is due, right? Well, exactly. Like, I yeah, mean, like, like if you're listening right now and you're planning a visit to Scribble, like yeah, make sure you know if you're gonna get an Uber or what the fuck you're gonna do. Don't don't drive there and then get super drunk and then it's everyone's problem because they t- it, have to take your keys. Does, or you drive yourself like- into a ditch very obvious advice but as as we've learned anything from this from this episode (laughs) nothing is obvious oh okay (laughs) let me just go back to the foreskin thing because i really i really okay so i i was very passionate about like over medicalization you know like the idea that more and more like things become under the medical field we are like making people like preconditions like pre-diabetic pre these things and the me- the medical industry is just so exploitative of people like right and so like in the united states it just became a thing a thing that you can bill for the circumcision yeah. right it just became we're automatically if you have a boy we're going to circumcise us we can charge you thousands of dollars so it as a public health thing it doesn't actually improve public health to circumcise kids obviously there's like the religious reasons with like you know like jewish traditions that's that's what you it's fine whatever so i i'm just like very pro foreskins because like later on um if you don't have a foreskin you're more likely to have ed because like the foreskin is actually protective of like the sensitive part of the dick and if your dick doesn't have one and it's constantly rubbing on things all day it loses sensitivity so there's like just like it's it's basically like child mutilation it's like general mutilation that's that's what it is it actually the reason that like jewish people started getting rid of the foreskin is because basically you go back to the text it's like when you if you don't remove the foreskin, sex is so pleasurable that you're not going to have time to study the Bible or like the old t- text, right? You're going to be having, um, and it's not even that, it's that it's going to be so pleasurable for the woman that she's going to be fucking you so much that you can't study the text, the religious text. So it's it's very anti-sex. It's like, let's get rid of the foreskin. Obviously, it's now developed to the point where because in the US, most people have foreskin, foreskins are seen as like dirty right but like you go to europe and no one's circumcised over there like it's just such a cultural thing so that's my whole spiel on like general mutilation there's like some very passionate groups out there you know who are like very like call compare it more to like female general mutilation which i don't think is as comparable because like one is like really horrific and then the other one's just kind of bad but at the end of the day like you are making a decision for someone who's a baby and they're not really um how do you say um con what is it what is that word uh they're not um they're not consenting to right getting they're their, not consenting their genitals i like, do i do cut. actually know someone i've i've slept with he had to get circumcised when he was like a teenager because it was like Oof. really big deal and he said oh my god it was like the worst experience ever yeah 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 um, so but at least like you know you're right he did get his ass. like okay listen like I'm being like half silly with this and like I totally agree with everything that you're saying but I <laughs> and this is me being very dramatic like I cannot overstate how traumatizing this was yeah no I and I'm yeah I'm not trying to discount that no 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 I know you're not no I totally know you're not and like I literally I had therapy yesterday and we talked about for like the full hour and it's like it's not like it's weird because like I didn't feel taken advantage of I didn't feel like my boundaries were impressed it was like I just have certain things it's like it's like pimple popping videos. Like that's close. Like I can't mm. watch it. Like I will. Oh, I love it. So, <laughs> no, but like some people do. Yeah. And like, and I'm yeah. generally pretty desensitized. Like I watch horror movies. I watch this, but like I have certain like little things and like, I couldn't eat the entire day. Even now, like I, the past week, like I just am getting like constant flashbacks of like the smell and the texture. If I smell anything similar, I feel yeah. like candle. I feel like spray perfume. I haven't even, I've been eating. Like I don't have like, an eating problem, but like, I haven't been like, my usual like indulging self where I have like oh like I'm making some ice cream at night or like this like I've Mm -hmm. I've been like noticing it's like I've tried like not to eat as much because like it like fucked me up (laughs) it was so like I just never I just never thought that like something like that would be like so like visceral for me and like so like yeah and so no and and uh, I, I I get it that's different but I you know I have a stepdad who's a doctor and like doctors and nurses deal with this kind of crap like all the time like he's talked about one time basically cleaning out a woman's belly button and how it was like it just made the whole office stink like that they had to like you know what I mean so it's just like it's just cleanliness in general like I said like some people who are bigger need to clean their folds and that's you know like people with 
but like we should all be cleaning our belly buttons and like anything that's like a fold we should be like lifting and washing yeah I guess I just (laughs) didn't I didn't know it could be that bad and I never thought yeah I mean uh, yeah it's like, I mean, I've never seen anything like that, so I can't, I, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. I was telling my, and I, I prepped my therapist before I was like, listen, this is like a really gross story. And like, are you okay? Like, what if she's like, I'm, I'm fine. Yes. You can tell me. I was like, okay, we're getting through it. Her face is just horrified. And then she, cause like mm-hmm. she wasn't, she was a sex worker. I don't know what kind of sex work she works oh, yeah, yeah. workers and yeah, yeah. towards the end, kind of like off the record, she's like, and let me just say, I have never heard about that. Anything like that happened right. before. And yeah. I'm like, and- the few people yeah, that and like hopefully it never happens right hopefully yeah, yeah. yeah um yeah. I did I did make a joke she's like okay let's try to set the comedy aside so we can like talk about how this is traumatizing you yeah. because you know me <laughs> and I'm like and I'm like wait I was gonna make a comment but it's kind of funny she's like okay you can do it I'm like okay I'm like I find it I find it really funny that this literally happens like a week or two after I get that request that we just talked about the butt oh milk. <laughs> yeah oh, that I was just like milk. Oh. I was like, you can, I would never do, like, I'm just way too queasy. Like, there's no way I wouldn't put oh, on that. True. And this is like literally two weeks after this shit. And I'm like, the I universe was like, hold my beer. And guess what? I didn't even make $10,000. Guys, share. Maybe don't share this one because this one goes pretty hard. Maybe this can be like the second one that people listen to. <laughs> yeah. I was share like, the one I always- that we just published last week. Send that one to your friends. I don't know which one it is, but I'm sure it's good. Guys, you know your friends better than we do. Just share the podcast, rate, hey. review, subscribe, um, follow us do at Your Secrets Pod on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and email us at crsecretspod at gmail.com, especially if you have some intel on that Usher story. Oh, and yes. We want to know the tea. We'll talk to you next week. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Next time on the Champagne Room Secrets Podcast. We are talking. Pay dates. Went on her first pay date and tells me uh, all about it. Baby's first pay date. <laughs> we love that. There's, we talk more stripper uh, stories, more boundaries, more oh, boundaries. stories. I talk about a client that I had. We make some jokes as usual. All right. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. All right. See you next week. (laughs) Bye.